the Virtual Ball Boys podcast. My name is Chris, and I'm joined by my good buddy Matt. I saw someone on Twitter today. Okay. Defending the PS Vita in the year 2019. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So, give me the crux of it. Where, where are they? What are they trying to argue? So it was in the context of how the PS Vita is a very comparable system to the Nintendo Switch Lite in terms of size and power. Okay. And how they were saying that how critics, quote-unquote, big quotation marks, were uh, very positive on the Switch Lite, but didn't pay any mind to the Vita at all. Okay. Um, I mean... Well, here's the thing. The Vita lost to a console that had trouble playing games in 240p (laughs) in the 3DS. (laughs) and also doesn't have any games (laughs) well so okay so this is this is my big problem with playstation and i'm sure many of our football fan base will just just take it back take take a back seat for a second we've got got to put the virtual part of our podcast in front for a second um the thing about the PS Vita is that every game that was on the PS Vita was on the PlayStation. So, like, wouldn't you just rather play it on the PlayStation at that point? They're you know? also, like, every Vita game has gotten ported, pretty much. Right, well, that's what I mean. Like, it's like yeah. every... You could just you could just go to there, and it's just... It's not... Like, I, I think that there was just never an appeal for the Vita where where you have the 3DS or these... Mo- Nintendo has just owned the mobile, you know, mobile gaming... Uh, market was, in terms of in terms of was the, the yeah the handhelds the handheld market was the, was the Vita a more technological uh what's what's the word technologically techno that word um more advanced <laughs> system yes probably yeah was it better no I I think that you can't play you you don't you don't got any games you can't right. play games if you I think that's like I know everyone is so obsessed with specs nowadays, but you have to if you have a good game, if you that you could put on your on your handheld and it's playable, people are gonna buy your set console no matter how poor it is or console yeah. or handheld, and so that's what Nintendo did better than the PS Vita ultimately. Uh, so sucks to suck, man. I mean, I hope you enjoy your PS Vita. <laughs> I good good for you. Uh, I have a PSP that's like covered in. in you know, dust at the moment somewhere around here. Uh, I, I never really got much interest into playing it uh, since I bought it, so it's great. Um, but anyhow, welcome back, Gridiron audience, to our... Is that what we're calling them now? <laughs> we will... <laughs> Over time, we will develop a much better fan base name for our, our virtual ball, <laughs> football boys uh audience uh but for now you're the gridiron audience i met i met specifically for the ones who completely turned out for our our video game talk uh, yeah our complete video game talk uh if you want some video game podcast talk some more be on the lookout for our upcoming podcast the gaming coop yes that's that that is that is in the works uh to be to be uh to be completed <laughs> I, was, I would yeah I'm, I'm hoping i'm aiming for october but we'll see um yeah. hey it's so october happy spooky october. month yeah happy spooky month everyone it is uh this is i think well this is the next two months i think are the best months in sports because you got the baseball playoffs happening right now 
you got NBA and NHL starting up again, and you got football where they're actually beginning to understand what the fuck football is again. Yeah, <laughs> you know that that's <laughs> I think that's the best way that we could put it. And speaking of what in the world, uh, I really felt like with the quarter pole of the season now here, um, essentially for thirty teams. Uh, I th- believe we should go back to a segment that we started week one in, you know, what's weird. Um, what's weird. Yeah. So it's, it, we're going to, as we, we just talk about the things that we find the most weird about this, uh, particular season thus far of what we have seen. So, uh, we could do this in any order whatsoever in order of ridiculousness or however, um, whatever but, it ends up being. Yeah. So go, you could start things off. Uh, so you know what's weird, Chris? <laughs> what is weird? Uh, the 49ers are the only undefeated team in the NFC. Yes, they are. You, you'd think at the start of the season it would be like the Rams or the Saints or someone like that, but no. Yeah. The 49ers have yet to lose a football game. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they are, I mean, of course, they are the one of the two teams that have not played four games yet. But yeah, they are, they are 3-0. and uh, and looking strong in their first three starts. They got a tough challenge on Monday night, but this is a team that is contending, and I, yeah, considering how deep the NFC West is, to see them at the top of the division right now, having the number one overall seed in the NFC projected right now, it's kind of, it's a little insane and a little weird at the same time. Uh, and uh, good for the good for them. And uh, they, fu- maybe, they, they, they needed something continue. like this. Yeah, yeah, and I think the fans <laughs> have needed it for a long time. It's a very, you know, Niners fans have generally not been there for their team in recent years just kind of because of how poorly they've played. But now they're kind of coming back to this team because there seems like there's hype behind it because they have a decent, they have a lot of weapons on offense. They got a defense that's young and ready to kill someone. And so it's just, it seems like it's, you know, it's it's ready to go right now. That's Kyle Shanahan's train is officially rolling and, and choo-chooing all the way, hopefully to a playoff berth. And, um, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I, it'd be interesting. Um, so, but you know what else is weird, Matt? What? What? That it feels like, as I mentioned earlier, like it feels like this is like the end of the preseason almost. Because it, you've gone through four weeks now where play has just been very sloppy in many ways uh, from, uh, yes. from across the NFL. And you have 41% of the NFL field at the moment sitting at two and two completely even record. Uh, and this is by and large, like it, it just still feels like any, it's anyone's, you know, I obviously this, this early on it's anyone's season, but it, it just feels like we, there's these two and two teams that we just do not know who they are quite yet and i'm curious to see if all any of these teams first of all the whole afc south is two and two um that's yeah yeah browns ravens the top of that division two and two behind the chiefs you have the raiders and chargers both two and two you know and you have the eagles the giants you know the vikings buccaneers panthers like all these teams they're all two and two and you all have seen good things from them and you've also seen bad things from them what 
is it that's going to stand who which one of these teams is going to stand out i'm very curious it feels like the season's starting this weekend yeah uh, i would agree with that yeah it's it's hard to see what uh it, it the game plan for a lot of these teams is starting to form that we usually get this idea of during preseason yeah so i would agree this is the end of preseason the real games start now you damn right. Uh, you know what? Uh, you know what? Uh, makes me makes me see yellow a little bit. What's that? The refs right now <laughs> are throwing a lot of flags. Almost seems like every other play there's a flag, holding, pass interference, face mask. Yeah. Uh, and it like a lot of those very obvious. But that may uh, contribute to the idea that this is still preseason in the sense yeah. that offensive linemen forgot how to block people without grabbing them in some way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that, that part of it, and we've discussed this before, they added a new holding rule kind of in, during the offseason. And it's kind of like it, it, it was put in place by defensive by defensive coaches who wanted you know the, the block to stop, but it's caused so many more holding penalties. They've tried to take a back seat to that in recent weeks. They've tried to say like stop doing the holding calls, but it still is so frequent. Pass interference is you know is still a problem. You know it's just it's constant and it's making it like I said along the lines that you were just talking about. It makes this so it makes the product a little unwatchable at the moment. Yeah, and it's just like, like I, especially later on, every game I've watched this season, it, it it's felt like the first quarter has gone extremely fast. Sure. And then you get into late game, and yeah. there's a flag. And then and there's another a flag. flag. <laughs> yeah, and then the a really great like... down the field pass, and then there's a flag. <laughs> it's, it's pass interference. And, and it's goes and back it's, ten it's, years. And it's pulled back. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's. The refs are more involved in the NFL right now, at least it feels like, than they have any t- other time. It's and it's weird. I'm starting to know these refs' names like by heart, <laughs> like Walt Coleman and Sean Hockley. Like it's it's bad. You should not know refs' names. It's bad. I know it's, them by face by this point. Yeah, but... it's that's that's where we're at. Um, Matt, you know what clears my sinuses? That sounds like a good thing. It is. Because Antonio okay. Brown is out of the league at the moment. Ah! <laughs> and so I know that everyone's sick of talking about Antonio Brown. I just feel like we touch, we should touch upon this because we haven't really, we haven't touched upon it since everything kind of like, he spun out of control and everything. Um, but the Patriots had him for about a week on the roster, and they finally let him go with mounting allegations, him basically just... He's now going after, you know, his his accusers over text and, you know, trying to be like, you know, uh, I will find shit about you posting ch- pictures of his, their children. And it's he's just he's an awful, awful human being. And I think that I believe he's probably going to get another job at some point if the NFL does not give him any sort of suspension. I can I, I have I do not believe the NFL has any standard whatsoever. I think that he'll totally get a job again. But for now. My hope is that he doesn't, and I think that it's time to put talent aside, and when you're a bad, shitty human being, you get what you deserve. Exactly. Kind of going with on that, uh, Vontes Perfect was suspended for the season. Yes, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Which I, we could have included, but... Yeah, no, it's along those lines. I think that the NFL yeah. 
needs to take needs to do better has a in has you know has a terrible history of doing so uh, of, of doing of you know trying to you know protect the people that are just making you look bad uh but so far kind of good like you kind of right now antonio brown's out of the league but i mean that's not stopping anyone from signing him again he could get signed again by a another shitty franchise but of course antonio brown you washington yeah so antonio brown I'm, I'm hoping you know he stays out of the league let's hope that something comes down because there's evidence who need, there and who needs him we don't we, need him there's not really a team out there like wide receivers they're they're so common yeah good yeah. wide receivers are so common every team like you can say uh, except the dolphins but the dolphins are a different story yeah like every team you can say oh this team has a good wide receiver yeah it, 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 there's something name one name one that doesn't you can't yeah you can't what, one last thing on the on this and then we can move on maybe the time i just <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Adam Humphreys is getting there. Trust me, and Corey Davis, they're getting there. They get, they're getting there. Um, AJ Brown, AJ Brown. It's yeah, oh, that's true. AJ Brown had a great yeah. year. All right, anyways, Antonio Brown. It's just, it is wild to me though, just to think about this. La- this time last year, he's the biggest star in the NFL. Everyone loves him. He's not problematic in any way, shape, or form. He's, he's on the, the star cover. He's like, on the mad cover. He's he's the star of the Steelers. He There's was on no the mask scener. Like, <laughs> yeah, he he's well. That was near. That was near when the thing started brewing there. But oh yeah, he, that was that was, was end of his time. But they Steelers. Pay, right. But he but that that was before anything bad started happening with him, and or that he caught he caused. But he, it is just insane to think that this time last year we're hailing Antonio Brown as the best wide receiver in the league, a, a class teammate, an amazing person to play for. Everyone wants to find their Antonio Brown, and now he is now 365 days later, he is out of the league, out of a job, and almost everyone hates him. It's insane. It is it, I I just it blows my mind. One of the craziest storylines that the, I've seen in the NFL since I started watching. Um but yeah, anyways, let's brush our let's wash ourselves of that. Yeah. Okay, you know what uh you know what really uh uh tingles the old cranium? What is that? Backup quarterbacks are getting their time to shine this season. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Unfortunately for poor reasons, most mostly. Most. Um but well, yeah, poor uh by poor reasons I mean injuries. And you never want to wish injuries on people. But mm-hmm. take a look at the the mustached sensation Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. Who has been a bright spot for Jacksonville, uh, who has needed a bright spot, who they thought Nick Foles was gonna be it. Um but Minshew is playing actually pretty well, or is at least as well as he needs to with a great defense. Yeah. Kyle Allen took down the Houston Texans, filling in for, for Cam Newton. And uh, Chase Daniel stepped in uh, to win the game against the Vikings. Back of quarterbacks. They, uh, this, this harkens back to me to that, um, well, was, it a, was it a Geico commercial? <laughs> where it was uh, Luke McCown's like talking about how like maybe they just gave, gave backups a chance. No, it was General Electric. It was like backup generators or something. Yeah, um, I I, th- I think it was. I think you might have been on the right track with Geico, but yeah, it's something yeah. along those lines. Yeah, Luke yeah. McCown, and he and he's now out of the league. But uh, of course, still, still like, yeah, it's it's fun. I I think it's cool 
when you have, I mean, obviously, given the circumstances, you don't want to see anyone get hurt. You don't necessarily want to see a backup quarterback go in. But when you do and you see them shine, it's awesome. And Minshew's has been so much fun to watch. I think Kyle Allen, uh, you know, he, he's been doing all right. I, I think that right now, any, any, past speculation where oh maybe cam Newton will never get his job back i think that's kind of you know that's you know we could push that aside i think that cam Newton yeah. will get his job back when he gets healthy again but you know kyle allen has been doing a, a decent job winning games for them and he, he's been the only quarterback to win games for carolina this year um, exactly so i and, I, yeah. I think that the I, I think sorry to cut you off no it's okay go ahead having the having backup quarterbacks who can win you games when your yeah. starter is out is yeah. very important yeah, and I, I mean, and plus, uh, just to bring attention to a backup, uh, well, who, who was going to be a backup quarterback to soon to be the franchise star, has gotten his opportunity early in Daniel Jones, and he's shown through two weeks that, you know, there might be some bumps and bruises along the way, but he's he's playing very, very well, and so it's cool to see these new guys take the spotlight. It's I'm very I'm very excited to see you know what happens moving forward and Mason Rudolph hasn't really gotten his footing in the league in any way but if he can if there's some if he can you know he he did decent on Monday if he could continue that going into future weeks it'd be interesting to see what this team could do probably the Steelers won't make the playoffs but maybe they could be frisky who knows but backup quarterbacks yeah. are fun uh, uh for sure um you know what completely just takes my eyeballs out of my face what the buccaneers and titans existence because <laughs> they I, I mean i know we just talked about like the two and two teams you know but i just want i want to just take the moment to talk about just them because they have two quarterbacks from the 2015 class that are such enigmas in their own way it's like the, it's the most it's the stupidest debate that we have to have if who's the better quarterback james winston Mar- marcus mariota you can make the argument for one you can make the argument for the other you can also say they both suck and they both you can also say that they both rule i don't know it depends on what fucking game that you watch because <laughs> what's so insane to me is that last week with the Buccaneers and Titans playing the Jaguars and Giants, you can make the argument that these quarterbacks are busts. They're not going to be making it further. James Winston made some plays against the Giants, but I think overall we're just over the, the Bucks experiment with Bruce Arians and James Winston. And the Titans, there's no hope for Mariota. Might as well start to get Tannehill in. And then you come to this past Sunday, and the Buccaneers put up 50 against the freaking Rams. The Rams! And then, <laughs> and then Titans... Marcus Mariota just absolutely annihilates them with his offensive weapons, A.J. Brown specifically. So it's like, what are these teams? I have no idea. I am. I just feel like I know for a fact that I'm not going to get a single game right when picking between the Buccaneers and Titans at all oh, for no. the rest of the season. And they play each other. They play each other this year. <laughs> so that's even yes. going to be worse. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be. So I yes. just don't. I don't know what to think of them. I'm kind of glad they're 2-2 two two right now because that's exactly what they look like. And Both of I, them are going to finish 8-8. Eight and eight. They, that's, I think that you're probably right at this point. And they got, both of them got tough tests this Sunday. And I just, I'm, I'm at a loss. I, I don't want anything to do with either of these teams. Until they can be more consistent, I just don't want to even think about them. Hey, I, you want to hear a fun fact? What's that? Mariota is number six in passer rating through four games. I mean, come on, man. I mean, do you wanna, I mean, does that, does do that you take hear... a, Who's who's Do you want to hear who, who's ahead of him? 
Uh, sure. All right. Uh, I'll read one down because it gets more unbelievable the more you go down the list. Okay. Number one is Mahomes. Okay. Number two is Russell Wilson. Yes. Number three, Dak Prescott. Okay. Number four, Lamar Jackson. Not surprised by any of that thus far. Number five, Gardner Minshew. Okay. All right, Mr. Minshew. And number six, Mariota. <laughs> I like how the initially it was Dalton who was number one for a while, and then he just yeah. dropped off in the recent weeks. It's like, oh, yeah, the Bengals. Yeah. He rem- he remembered he played for the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> and then he dropped off everything right there. It's, it is insane to me, and I just... Mario, he, he he throws a lot of short like shorter passes because he has not thrown a lot downfield. But then the, then you have a few passes last game where he did throw downfield. So I have no idea, no <laughs> idea how to deal with these two teams. They're annoying. They're annoying. Anyways, move moving forward. Moving forward. Uh, you know what's uh, you know what uh, throws me into a grave. <laughs> wow. It turned dark real quick. What, what's that? Yeah. We have some more dead teams to announce. Teams that will not make the playoffs in our in our eyes. Uh sure. Yes. Uh so last we checked the it was all the it was all the 0-3 teams plus the Titans and Raiders. So who who else are we adding to this list at the moment? Well we said the Titans and Raiders. The Titans may have like zombified themselves now. <laughs> Who knows? I I am I am I am fine with saying the Titans won't make the playoffs because you know at this point that's what they've been doing. And I'm not. I just don't care enough they, about them. They the did it two years ago, though. I know they did. And, and the AFC was, is uh, really comparable to how they were two years ago. I don't know, man. I'm scared. <laughs> just go ahead. <laughs> so the teams that we decided uh, that we are adding to the graveyard, the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. They don't have a defense. Yeah. Their offense is not doing what it needs to do. Still passing very well. Yeah. So I I, I just want to make but. a note too that we, we I did have ran down here the Broncos and Steelers. We've already declared them dead because they oh, were we have. Already, okay. Yes, yeah, just to keep in mind. So it's really the Falcons. Yes, that we're they were. About they here. were. Oh, okay. So Falcons are the only ones <laughs> that we're adding this week. Uh, unless there are any other surprise additions. Um, that I can think of at the moment. I mean, I I mean, I think. I feel pretty confident right now into saying I think it's we're just gonna throw the Falcons out there, okay? Um, because it's they they have it's, been the most disappointing team again. It's so upsetting. Yeah. Like I want them to do well so bad, and then they come out and just suck. So so the reason why we I initially had the Broncos and Steelers, you know, when we talked about that was just because those these were all three teams I felt like were contenders in some way, shape, or form going into the season with the talent that they had on their teams. Um, you know, I and I think we were probably not as high on some as others, but they were at least a general consist, consensus in, in the outside world was that these teams were going to perform and, and do well because they have what it takes. And we have just not seen that from any of these teams. The Falcons once against the Eagles, and that's it. And then the Steelers showed like a little bit of life against the Bengals. Yeah. It's, it's... it's bad. It's bad. They're, they're, it's a it's rough shape, but I think overall, it, I I would be I'm looking very much forward to if they can cause a little bit more chaos and then you know turn against us and be like, hey, f- screw you for 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 turning against us and calling us dead because we're not. 
because who knows? We still got 12 games in the season, so all 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 hell can break loose for all we know um, in <laughs> any of them. Uh, and last but not least for me, you know what like has me like remove my shirt and take a cheese grater to my back? Ow. <laughs> I just jeez. Returning to the backup quarterback situation, one of the teams that I have to deal with is the New York Jets. And I just have to say, and I I I've stated before, Giants are my number one team, but I do like the Jets cuz a lot of my family are Jets fans and I I've, I've really wanted them to get out of the the rut that they're in. And then their quarterback gets fucking mono. Like <laughs> What is happening? Of all things, of all things, I just—I I know that we've been joking about this for weeks now, but I—I I, at least other other people of other outlets have been joking about it. But I just really want to state again: the Jets' quarterback is out for weeks with freaking a high school romance illness. That's what he's out with. That's why he's—he's—he's he's, he's gone. His spleen is enlarged. <laughs> We we kept talking That's, about like if he plays he would die. He would absolutely die, but it's like how like, does this even happen in the first place? Like every other injury that we've like that has happened this season, like if they play on it, it's gonna hurt like a lot. Yes, yeah. And they may like lose the limb, lose the appendage. <laughs> yeah. But if Sam Darnold played with Mono, he would actually die. This is and it's like I I just I it just blows my mind that this Jets team that had had relatively high expectations like like yeah. not like not like you know division with winning. division right no no way they they but they had like they could be frisky this year and the, and for, I mean hell it's you know four games of the season they still could but Darnold is out for the foreseeable future and it just it's just amazing to me that their best defensive player has been out a few weeks in CJ Mosley or one of their best defensive players. And Le'Veon Bell has to had to carry his team on, on his back. And the quarterback has mono. It and has it, that's that's why the Jets are bad right now. Or one of the reasons the Jets are bad right now is because Darnold somehow contracted an illness that that it, it apparently you can't recover. <laughs> that you that it's taking forever to recover from. It's amazing to me. And I I, I I'm totally taking a card of uh, Rich Eisen's you know pocket right now, but he he talked about it for weeks. The ESPN card of them saying he has mononucleosis and Sam Darnold pointing at the camera. Like they they've had to use that for a while. They've had that in the bank and they really wanted to use it, and so they use that imagery that him like standing around doing awesome things with the words mononucleosis in the background on the green screen. It's like this. It's it's the epitome. It's the epitome. <laughs> it's a pity, Chris. No, I know. I wanted. To, I was ch- calling back. I I said Epitome one time, and it's and I got called and out. I kept for making it. fun of him. <laughs> so I went inside joke. Anyways, it's, yeah. The Jets are just. They are continue to be the Jets. It's amazing to me. It's just. It just is. Anywho, with that did you being know, said, ever, did did when you were in high school, did you know ever know anyone who had mono? No. That's the thing. Okay. I mean, I think I knew I knew, one one guy in my gym class had mono, and he couldn't do gym class stuff. 
Yeah, well, because, because right. he would die. Right, right. <laughs> I I know that they. I I I mean maybe I have to look back on it because it's been it's been a it's been a while for, <laughs> since I went to high school. But I'm sure it's it's come out before. I just. Like, I don't know. Like, is that... Like, I'm curious. Is Mondo, like, an age thing, though, too? Like, is it just... Like, does I this think affect it, like, young people? I think it, like, it may affect older people more seriously. Sure. I don't I don't know. I don't yeah, have enough. It's very... It's just... I don't know a, enough about Mono to debate it. Yeah, it's very... It's a very unique thing. Um, But, anywho. Sorry about okay. that. Okay. That was... That was... You know what's hey, weird. you know what's weird? <laughs> That's... Uh, that, that I and I love those segments. I love ranting. So we'll bring that back for the for the halftime, the the halfway week, point. Week, week eight or week nine. Yeah, whichever one works out. Week nine is usually our halfway marker of the season. Yeah, yeah, that that kind of that works out, and we'll we'll that's a that, that's our flagship show where we kind of repick everything too. So it'll be yep. fun. Um, all right, we're bringing back another segment too this week. Uh, we're going back into the front office. We're making uh we're we're gonna do another draft. It's time for virtual GMs, um and so this time yeah. So what were we, we will doing be this picking time? with SpongeBob characters because we are both children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're like we're trying to think of a game, and both me and and Matt are huge fans of this one platformer. That was a SpongeBob game called Blow for Bikini Bottom, which is getting a remake, and we and I think that we're just big fans of the cartoon and its heyday. So I thought, hey, why not? Let's do it. So that, that this was this was mostly Matt's idea for the new SpongeBob characters, uh, to do that. All his idea. So um, I still think it'll work well. I, I yeah, I think so because I think you have a plethora of characters to choose from in a big, big old environment. Um, so once again, we're going to be picking from for five positions: a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, kicker, and a defensive player. Just someone that you think could kick butt on defense. And so I believe that last time I was the first pick. So Matt, you will get the first pick for this one. All right. So uh, I have to pick the best, the best SpongeBob character with my first overall pick. There is no question. Uh, who I was going to choose with this, and I can't play cute at all because this is the, this is the Saquon Barkley of fantasy football. <laughs> okay. Like you have to pick this person first yes. overall. By the way, this is the Golden Griffins you're drafting for, as I continue yes. to run as the as the New York. Yes. So the quarterback I am choosing is, of course, Sandy Cheeks. All right. So the that's most the... Athlo- the most athletic. Uh, SpongeBob character, who also like will lead a team and has has both the smarts and the athletic prowess to do so. All right, so quarterback Sandy Cheeks, I like it. I think it, I think it's a good, really good pick. The yeah, the best athlete of the bunch, I would say. Um, I I have to choose the second best athlete of the bunch for mine, and it's gonna be on the defensive side, someone that I think that could just take on anyone. That's Larry the Lobster. I, oh yes, I, of course. He, I think that he could just body slam anyone, and I think that he could just take it on. Kind of, I had a similar, I had a similar pick last time with Incineroar as a defensive player. I like these just big, bulky, you know, you know, beings that will just, I know, can just squash anyone. And Larry the Lobster, I think, will take care of business. So I would, I would trust him on my defense very much. So, 
all right and i think did we do snake trap last time last time yes we did we did okay so i gotta go again okay i really only had Larry the lobster keyed up here so <laughs> i have to <laughs> i have to go through it here um so i i'm i'm was thinking about this here and i think that i think that the 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 person that i would or not the person the sea creature i guess who i would trust the most as a as a kicker in the situation uh i'm gonna go with squidward i think that ah uh, man i was gonna use squidward for a different position <laughs> yeah yeah no squidward tentacles i think I think that he 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 was he he has the ability just he he's kicked out a lot of people in <laughs> a lot of people out of his house <laughs> specifically SpongeBob Patrick and I think that that I think that he uh he's gonna be accurate with it and I think that he'll he'll take care he'll he'll get those points those those you know long distance points uh, for the bozos. Yes. Um. Okay. I need to rethink my uh, strategy. <laughs> Did you? Um, like Wikipedia, we're both on the Wikipedia SpongeBob character page, I assume. Yes. Um, I, I don't think I would have ever considered Mrs. Puff and Pearl as main characters of the series. Yeah, I, I, I would have put not. them in the supporting character category. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe close to the front, I would say. Yeah, of, definitely of like them, characters, but yeah, them no, along with Larry the Lobster, like just being like they're important characters. But I, I don't know. They right main characters right and and like it's kind of disrespectful to gary the snail because he's the last of the main characters i would put him closer to the front there uh, oh yeah okay. i would also put sandy higher on the list but that's just me sure yeah that would be before playing karen yeah for sure yeah look it up okay. on Wikipedia. Uh, i'm getting i'm getting off topic um <laughs> <laughs> i think uh i think i'm gonna go with a um shit um <laughs> i think i'm gonna go with Something similar, yeah. In terms of my defensive person, okay. uh, just someone large who can get in the way and uh, kind of stop people from moving forward. Yes, I'm, I'm gonna go with Pearl. <laughs> All right, yeah. Pearl crabs. <laughs> yeah, no, um, yeah. It, she can annihilate people for sure. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. can get in the way of people. She may not want to because mm -hmm. she's very much the teenage girl stereotype, but. Sure, sure. And why not? Yeah. Okay. Um, like and then with my other pick, this is going to be a weird one, but uh, I'm going to – I think I did something similar with this um, with my RB pick last time. I'm actually going to go with Plankton as my running back. Okay. <laughs> to sneak through the defensive line. <laughs> sneak under them. Just run under them. Hopefully he doesn't get stomped on. I mean <laughs> – I mean, Yeah. <laughs> But I, 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 like, I like the strategy. I like the thinking. Yeah, he'll he'll get under there somehow. Yeah, Sheldon Plankton. He will be yes, your, Sheldon. Your back. Sheldon Plankton, Chumbucket <laughs> University. Um, <laughs> CVU. The, the CVU. Um, I I was actually yeah. I'm thinking. I'm looking at running back too right now. Central Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> If I remember, I'm sure I will because I'm editing it tonight. I, that's the title of the episode right there. Okay. <laughs> For no reason. That's, that's the title. Um, anyways, um, I will I will go running back as well. I'm going to go Mrs. Puff, and I think that she has a weapon of being able to inflate into a spiky ball and just roll through defenses. 
Uh, and I think that she could, she's basically guaranteed the end zone at that point. So I'm going to say she could, she could be the ball. She, right. Exactly. So I, I, that's exactly why I, I am choosing Mrs. Puff for this, for this one. I, I very much am a believer on this, uh, on this front. Um, I have been neglecting the quarterback position big time here. And I, I, the thing is, I feel like he chose the perfect quarterback, so it's very it's very difficult for me to think of another one here. I I'm gonna really pull this one out on uh, and I I just because I'm thinking about it right now. I want I, I I think it could be a little bit of a level playing field here. Um, and I really hope I I I get this right because I'm gonna I, I it's been a while since I've seen it. Uh, hold on, I might I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I get this right here. Uh, oh, you better. Sh- crap, I am Mindy. Princess Mindy's your quarterback. Oh, my God. Okay. Because <laughs> I think too that, long. That, because I, I, I was been, because I was like Misty, Min- Misty, I don't know. That's the Princess, Pokemon trainer. Right. Princess Mindy. Oh, that's, that's actually, Pokemon might be where we have to go next for these virtual GMs. Pokemon characters or Pokemon themselves? Pokemon themselves. You okay. would kick my ass in it, but I would. Be I fine would, with that. but <laughs> I would be. I would be okay with that. Um, Princess Mindy, because I think that she really helped guide the guide a team before a time of Neanderthals through the depths of the ocean and onto the surface to rescue the crown. Um, you know, through her own guidance, and I'm not. You know, SpongeBob and Patrick did it too, but I think you know. I think that maybe the, do, them doing it alone is a little overrated. Just a little bit. I think that Mindy was a big yeah. part of it. And I think Mindy, with the guidance that she has, I think that she's she's an athlete, too. Like I, I know that she didn't really show it a lot, but I think that she can get it done. I I, I like her at quarterback there. Um, and then I have to freaking pick wide receiver. Shit. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, like, really... I, who would be a good wide receiver on this team? Um, you know what? We haven't picked him yet, and I guess I, I feel like I, I would feel bad if we just left him hanging here. I'm going to go Spongebob for one wide receiver. Yeah, Because yeah, I, I think that he his, uh, he's he has the speed, I think. he's He has experience as a speedster superhero. Um, you know, want to, see me, want to see me run to the rock? Want to see me do it again? <laughs> yeah. Um, you I'll, know, he has the speed. I'll and take I think, that. I think that he has, you know, I think he can extend himself. We actually, uh, at my job, we have, like, these SpongeBob toys that we got recently, and they, there's one that's, like, a stretchy, stretchy SpongeBob, and I feel like he's stretched enough that he can he can stretch up, grab the ball, and, and, and run with it in for, for, a, for a touchdown. So I, 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 I like SpongeBob as a wide receiver. He's tiny, too, though. So that, that, might, be, that might be difficult, but I think he, it could work out. Um. Okay, so I have one of them. Oh, I'm, really... so, I'm so sorry. I just, I, I think I just took three picks in a row. Did you? Did you finish your roster? Yeah, I did. Go ahead. Go wow, first. Wow, okay. If you want to take SpongeBob, you can. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I will, uh, you can have him. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, I don't know who my wide receiver is going to be yet, but I was looking down at some of the more minor characters. And I think I found the perfect kicker. Okay. You know the fish that shouts my leg? breaks all the time why would you blame him as your kicker <laughs> well like <laughs> you you have him kick 
<laughs> and then he shouts my leg, and then and then the ball goes in because I don't know. Sometimes good things happen. <laughs> okay, so my leg guy is ultimately yeah. His, is... his his canonical name is Fred. Okay, Fred. Fred, my leg. Fred guy. shuts my leg whenever there's havoc or destruction. Okay. <laughs> All right, and then what's your what's your wide receiver? Ah, oh, gee, I don't know. That's the, that was the hardest one I think of the bunch here. Was yeah. To figure out wide receiver. I one... mean, none of us have chosen Patrick yet, but Patrick would make a terrible wide receiver. Maybe running back. He'd yeah. Back for me. Um, you know who who I'm gonna go with? Who are you gonna go with? Realistic fish head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why is that? Well, he can kind of like, like appear out of reality. Okay. Like out of reality of what's going on, and that like out of reality just suddenly appearing somewhere, he can just <laughs> be down the field. Yeah. Be where he needs to be to catch the ball. We also we also don't know, um, you know, there's that hand in Battle for Bikini Bottom that comes in and rescues people. That hand could yeah, be Hans. on that fish. That's Hans. Oh, that's Hans. Okay. Yeah. You want to pick Hans? I mean, that's... that's yeah, I might go with Hans, Hans instead, unless okay. I can find someone else. Hans? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I, I stole a pick from you, so you could... You could Go ahead and I mean again. Yeah. You you also have an option to take SpongeBob for me, and I could pick this pick this wide receiver. Yeah, I, that's true. I did because I did go ahead of you. Yes. Um, I'm gonna go with actually instead of Hans or realistic fishhead, I'm gonna go with King Neptune. Okay. <laughs> All right. Nice. Big bodied receiver. Oh man. That's also a... has a trident to stab the ball with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and King that that's a that's a father going against his daughter in the oh, big, yeah. big spot. Yeah, that's that's tough. All right. All I... right, so reading back my <laughs> roster, I've got quarterback Sandy Cheeks, running back Plankton, Shut wide up. receiver King Neptune, defense Pearl and kicker my leg. Yeah, I got Princess Mindy for quarterback. Running back is Mrs. Puff. Wide receiver is Mr. SpongeBob SquarePants. Defensive player Larry the Lobster, and the kick, the kicking prowess of Squidward Tentacles. So see, I wanted to, I wanted to make Squidward my wide receiver um, <laughs> because because of the suction cups. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could do Squilliam. Oh, I'm gonna do all right. So, all right. So we're last. William definitely, exchange. definitely was like a, like a, a, like football scholarship in college. Yeah. Um, yeah. frat house. I feel deal. like okay. So now I feel like the the canonical uh, elements of this is going to be that Scullion that Scullion formed this neat football team, and Squidward needed to form his own, and he got some people that betrayed their own. And then and form this football team, and now they're battling. And in the background, you hear "Sweet Victory." In, Perfect. In the, that's that. That's the halftime show. In this, this in is this, the future liberals world. want. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make any sense, but I'm gonna roll with it. <laughs> we gotta get the picks now. Um, all right. We should do the picks. <laughs> we should do the. Picks. Uh, make sure to vote on Twitter at Virtual Law Boys yes. on whose team you think is better. Yep, expect the poll within a day or two of that of the of the podcast going up. Um, so and yeah, all right, I'll keep all that in mind. Save that. All right, next up, let's do the picks. Uh, so brief update in another divided week 
I am falling a little bit further behind here. Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I I had a feeling going into tomorrow, to, uh, into Monday rather, um, that the Bengals were going to pull it out and then the Steelers just completely annihilated them. So I I'm luckily not only as, too, not, not in, as bad, not in as deep of a hole as you could have been. Right, exactly. So you went eight and seven this week. I went seven and eight. Uh, but once again. You're having trouble with your guarantees, and so yep. and you didn't get your team chaos uh, either. So you went negative one uh, for for now. So that the point that you had for for going eight and seven, it's gone. So you got no points this week. Yes, um, still and, at seven points total. Yes, and I and I lost a point because I went seven and eight. I had no additional qualifier because no team chaos, but I got my guarantee. So uh, I lost a point, so I'm at four points now. Uh, so I'm currently sitting at 34-28 with a negative two qualifier at four points, and Matt is at 36-26, negative three qualifier with seven points. And so, yes, sir. with that being said, let's go to our picks. Let's get into our picks. Our Thursday night football matchup is the Los Angeles Rams yeah. in the divisional matchup against the Seattle Seahawks. Rams coming off the first loss of their, of their season. The Seahawks coming off of their first divisional win. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen in this matchup? I believe that the Seattle Seahawks are at home and that they are going to they're I, I think that they they showed the last week that, you know, the Saints they just had a tough time against a really good Saints team and and that they came back last week, they completely made that Cardinals team drama Cardinals game drama three free. And I think that the the Rams that they've been just too off on offense. I know they scored 40 points, but that was also on the f- defense helped them on that front. And and Jared Goff turned over the ball four times. His offensive line has not gotten there. The defense gave up so many points as well. It, it's I I do not I I've trusted the Rams team so much in the Sean McVay era, but right now it's in question of going with the Seahawks. Okay, this is a surprising one to me, and now I'm worried. That we're gonna divide on uh, a pick per time slot again <laughs> this season, <laughs> because I still feel confident in the Rams. I think that the uh, the the Seahawks are still beatable, not by a team like the Cardinals because they're the Cardinals, mm. but the Rams are still a solid team. I feel it's gonna be a little harder on the road, but I'm still gonna give the edge to the Rams in this one. Okay, and next. Up the Falcons going to Houston to take on the Texans. Texans coming off a tough, close loss with the Panthers, while the Falcons are just in a deep hole right now. They have one win on the season and currently dealing with a two-game losing streak. What do you think is going to happen? I think the Texans are going to establish themselves a little bit more easily against the Falcons than the, than they did against the Panthers. I I think I think the Texans are are at home. And I know that they lost at home last week, but I think that they are going against a team that has just not found itself at all. Has is not the offense that it should be. Not playing well on defense. I think Texans take care of business in this one as well. Yes, same here. The Texans also like the Panthers actually have a good defense, which right. is a big contributing factor there. All right, next up, the Buffalo Bills come off their first loss of the season against the Patriots uh, to take on Tennessee. Who who knows what the fuck is going on? I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bills. 
I I just I don't I I want to avoid tie-ins at all costs here. Until I, I want to see a three-game winning streak out of them before I really feel like I can pick them confidently, unless they're going against like a Dolphins or a Redskins or anything like that. I, I but I I'm going with the Bills. Their defense is great, and it I I think that they're gonna take care of business again. I feel like we need to like like actually think about the possibility of the Titans going three th- three winning three games in a row. Because I don't think it's physically possible. Like <laughs> if they face if they face the same skill level opponent every week, yeah, it would be impossible for them to win three games in a row. Yeah, even if it's like if they face the Dolphins three weeks in a row, they would not win three weeks in a row. I Maybe mean, not Dolphins. Bad example. If they face the Falcons, <laughs> right? Like I don't right. think if they face the Falcons again, I don't think the Titans would win again. Just, yeah. That's what I'm pointing out, because who <laughs> I don't understand them at all. No, no, I know. I'm going with the Bills. <laughs> yep, definitely. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, a London game, our first London game of the year, where the Bears are going to Oakland, quote-unquote, take on the Raiders. Um, and the, the, this is the first London game of the year. Uh, Oakland, the Raiders, rather, are not going to be playing in Oakland uh, have not played in, in Oakland the last few weeks and are not going to be playing in Oakland again until November. Uh, that's how much of a stretch this is for the for the Raiders to be on the road a lot. So they're in a tough position on that front, but the Bears are in a, def- a tough position as well because they're without their quarterback this week. Most likely Chase Daniel is going to be starting. But as the Khalil Mack revenge game, what do you have for this one? The Khalil Mack revenge game is going to be so very sweet. Yeah, I'm nervous about the Bears' offense, of course. But this is one of the best defensive units, definitely in the league this year, but maybe of all time. <laughs> I saw I saw a comparison on Twitter of the 1985 champion Bears defense through four yeah. games, and okay. this Bears defense through four games. Yes. And granted, we haven't faced good offenses at all this year, but sure. um. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's unfortunately I think it'll be closer than I wanted it to be, due to uh, Chase Daniel being the starter over Trubisky. But I also don't know if Trubisky would have beat the Vikings, so, <laughs> Ooh, so I still feel confident. I still feel confident picking the Bears here. So where I where I see it, I think that you can make the argument right now that this offense might be better with Chase Daniels in it. Not that Trubisky is a bad quarterback, but just it's a veteran guy who has stepped up in situations for the Bears and has played well. And has and has preseason experience. Preseason experience, right. Well, he, he's he's just generally, he just, I think, knowledge-wise, the mental side of the game, I think he's going to play a lot better uh, right now. Um, and I, I think that there's the one game against the Giants last year where could I see it going in that direction maybe but I just I don't really have a lot of faith in the Raiders and I I think the Bears are just I think there's gonna be too much emotion in this game for the for the for the Raiders uh to for for Khalil Mack I think Khalil Mack with uh, the amount of emotion of him being basically said we don't want you by the Raiders I think he's gonna use that in the game against them so I'm I'm going he's going to destroy them yep it's gonna be good (laughs) All right, uh, next game. The Arizona Cardinals travel to Cincinnati to face the Bengals. One of these teams will get a win. 
<laughs> or they'll tie. Or they'll tie. <laughs> <laughs> Which is knowing the Cardinals thus far could happen. It's possible. Uh, and the Bengals have been a tie-friendly team in the past, so. Right, right. I'm guaranteeing the Bengals. Um, oh, okay. I, so <laughs> I, I, you know, this is. I, I, I know that I really shouldn't be playing with my points like this being down, <laughs> but I just am looking at the situation right now. The Cardinals are going backwards, and they have to travel on the road to go to Cincinnati. And I I mean, look, I, I, I just I think that this Bengals team, they've shown really nothing thus far, but I think that knowing that this is a game that they should win, I, I think I think they do it. I think that they, this is it. They have they just have more talent on this team. Even though they haven't shown it yet, they have more talent on this team. And and the Cardinals are just so inept in so many ways right now. I, I'm just I have more faith in Bengals. So I'm guaranteeing it. All right. I'm also gonna go with the Bengals here. Yes. Um, the Cliff Kingsbury experience is not working out very well. Yeah, not in Arizona. That, at it's least almost, not this far. It's almost as if you need to, like, draft more than just wide receivers to make a football team. <laughs> it's uh, Steve Kime is, should be on the clock as a general manager. Uh, yes. He should he, – he's – I do not think he's long for Arizona, but who knows? He was he was kept after the Steve Wilkes firing, so who knows? Um, next up, the Minnesota Vikings are going to be heading to the New York Giants – uh, and I and Kirk Cousins is you know still getting a lot of ridicule for you know just the fact that he just has not lived up to the hype with Minnesota may also be part of the part part of the reason might be that Mark, Mark Mike Zimmer likes running the ball a lot more than they like throwing it uh, so that's something uh, when the Giants they they are going into it with a little bit more optimism in this game but they are an undermanned team in comparison what do you think is going to happen in this one? Uh, this one is hard the more that I think about it. Mm. Um, yeah, because I, like, Dalvin Cook was the league's leading rusher until the Bears' defense happened to him. And right. I still think that they'll continue to run the ball. Um, yep. uh, and you have the <laughs> it's, when you have the wide receiver, like, one of the best wide receivers in the game come out and just say, we need to pass the ball more. Yeah, jeez, uh, man, I feel I feel for Vikings fans, not a ton because uh, Bears, because yeah. Bears, but like, like it's it's got to be so frustrating for them right now. For sure. Yeah. Um, that means. Oh my God, I don't know who to pick. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll get ahead of you. I'm going I'm going with the with the Vikings. It gets my better judgment. I'm going with the Vikings. Okay, I'm gonna go with them too, just for, um, just for, just because I think that Dalvin Cook at least will do fine for this team against a bad defense. When he plays bad defenses, he runs a lot. Right, right. Yeah, that's so I think how that I, will that's how I feel too. Game. I think I think the defense, I think I think the Giants' defense, that everyone could say all they want about how they played well against the Redskins. It was the Redskins. I I like I I think that they. Are going to be shown off by shown up by a team that can run the ball really well on the ground, and it's going to be a problem for them. I I really like the Vikings in this one. Um, 
So all right, yeah. Um, instead of picking who's going to win between the Patriots and Washington, um, I want to look at the spread of fifteen and a half. Okay. Do you think the Patriots will double cover? <laughs> double cover. Double so, like, cover. Win by thirty. So they will. They will win by thirty-one or more. Uh, I don't. I. I'm gonna <laughs> say. I'm not. I'm gonna say no because I think that generally in the NFL you don't see that a ton. A, a thirty-one point, you know, win. Even even though I will Patriots... just say I will say the Patriots did double cover the Dolphins. True, and there's arguments <laughs> that that the Dolphins could beat the Redskins next week. I I'm I'll lean towards no though. I'll say that they won't. But that what is about not... cover and a half? Cover a cover. <laughs> So, well, so like 20, that. 20, uh, it would be like 22 points. I, I'll, I'll say that. Okay, I'll say cool. That. I think that's, that's fair. I think that by three scores, I think is, is a pretty decent, decent margins to say. Uh, but yeah, I'm going Patriots. Obviously. Yes. Yep. Okay. Right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, will go to New Orleans, take on the Saints, a kind of juicy NFC South battle. Uh, Buccaneers, we've already discussed. Where are they? Uh, but it seems like their offense is getting on the roll, and Shaq Barrett continues to play playing a defensive playing level. Got another sack in this game, uh, and is up to nine on the year already. The Saints, meanwhile, are 2-0 and without Drew Brees. They're playing out of their minds. It's an all-around great operation here. What do you think is going to happen in this one? I, have a lot of, I had a lot of confidence in the Saints last week. I have a lot of confidence in them this week. I'm going to stick with the Saints as even though the uh, Buccaneers put up a 55 burger <laughs> on the Rams. Yeah. The um the the Saints are still a really good team. They uh they shut down a favorite uh a favorite NFC team last week. So I think they can do it again. Yeah. Especially at home. So let's go Saints. All right. All right, and yeah, I will be going Saints as well. Uh, pretty confident about that. Do I, I think I think it's gonna be a good game. I don't, I don't think this is gonna be a uh, a blowout or anything like that. I think the, I think it's gonna be a, a tough game. Yeah. Uh, but it's I think Saints are very well should be favored in this one. Jets Eagles. Jets quarterback. Uh, maybe is he back or is he still out with Mono? Mm, he's out. He's out. Okay. More likely. Yeah. Um, well, the Jets didn't lose last week, but Philly is coming off a good win against Green Bay. I don't see any any world where the Jets pull this one out. <laughs> yeah, the Eagles are their Eagles are despite their injuries have been playing very well and I don't think I think they're one of the more dangerous teams in the NFC. So I I don't I don't see the Jets doing well, so I think they go to 0 4. So Eagles going to go with them. Um next up the Ravens at the Steelers. In the past, this rivalry has been tough. Now the Ravens are on a two-game skid, of course, but the Steelers are on a got at least one win. But uh, the Ravens, who's by the way, whose defense has been not good this year. I know that we, I know that we want to say like the the Browns, the Browns have. Yeah, they completely annihilate them. But they, the the Ravens' defense this year has actually statistically not been good. That how, yeah. how he was in, in past years. Their free agents have been they, they have been kind of disappointing thus far. Not what they and, needed to be. 
they they they're they're definitely it, it, this is one of the biggest struggles for the Ravens right now is having to overcome a defense that's just not there. Uh, but they're facing the Steelers. They could get a reprieve, potentially break the winning streak. What do you think is going to happen, or, or break the losing streak? What's going to happen? I still think I don't think the Steelers are good enough to beat the Ravens, especially with um with the Steelers defense, which is not bad. But yeah. the Ravens the Ravens still have a very capable offense, mm-hmm. and the Steelers beat the Bengals. Yes. So I have no doubt that the Ravens are gonna yeah. at least get some consistency with this game. Yeah, I I think that the I think the Ravens are gonna win it, and I I I think at some point things will turn around for the defense because they just have always been a defensive team. But the fact they got rid of Suggs and Mosley, it's it's starting to show, and I I think that the Ravens will win it for now. Uh, we will see what happens from there uh this matchup hurts me so much the jacksonville jaguars against the carolina panthers uh my number two and number three team uh unrespectively panthers are two jaguars are three uh both these teams with a backup quarterback in tow both with impressive defenses what's going to be the result of this one i this was a tough one i think this was the toughest game to pick one of the tougher games to pick um of the week I think, based off of what has happened, what has transpired, I believe in the Minshew magic, and I think that the defense for the Jaguars has just have played really well. I I I think that it might it's gonna be tough on the road, but I, I just have a lot of faith that Minshew is gonna pull this one out. I I think that he he just he has the ability to just not get too riled by great defenses i mean the broncos defense started to wake up last week and he still continued his magic he, that's a tough i know the broncos are 0 four but that, that's a tough place to play a mile high and he handled it like a champ i just i really like him i like kyle allen too but i just don't think that kyle allen has had the magic he's been more of a facilitator of what's been happening with mccaffrey and that defense uh but yes. I, I i i believe in Minshew. i'm gonna go with that how's uh how's jacksonville's off offensive line it's not great but not the Panthers' offensive line is not great either. <laughs> but no, but uh, is it is it better than the, the Texans' offensive line? Uh yes, I would say. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Jaguars. Okay. <laughs> uh, this will be like I I hope that I can watch this game somehow. Like I would maybe want, I would maybe watch this game over the Bears game. <laughs> yeah. Um, just because I think it's actually going to be a good close game. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know what exactly uh, how that how that's gonna work. I don't know what the number one game for CBS will pro- probably be. Raven Steelers, honestly. Probably. Considering um, the, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna Ravens. go with, go go with Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. Was that your determining factor? Was that was the Jaguars' offensive line? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah. Panthers yeah. got nine sacks against Watson last week. Yeah, no, it's it's. It, I mean, well, I think it that it's going to be an issue because I don't think the Jaguars' offensive line is good is good, but I also don't think the yeah. Panthers' offensive line is very great either. I think that's one of their weaker points of the of the of the team. So it's it's tough. It's a tough choice, but yeah, I'm I'm going Jaguars as well on this. Um, next up, uh, starting with our four o'clock slate slate here, uh, the Denver Broncos going to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Uh, Chargers are are back at at two and two after you know taking care of the Dolphins easy peasy. 
The Broncos defense started to wake up last week, but their offense is still not there, and it's just it's just they, the defense as good as it started to become was still not good enough to stop Minshew and from the team to score the game-winning field goal. Um, Chargers also, you know, they're getting Melvin Gordon back. So what do you think is going to happen here? I think the Chargers still have what they need to take mm. care of business. Yep. Broncos are a lost cause. They have been for me for a while. Yep. It's it's sad up in the Mile High City. Yeah, I. They just lost Bradley Ch- Chubb to a torn ACL. Oh, so. I didn't know that. That's that's even worse. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Chargers are Chargers are are I I would. I, I wouldn't lock the game because I feel like I would not be able to, you know, to I, justify I feel, it. <laughs> yeah, that's I, that's that's a very hard, uh, that, that's a, so. I feel like, very easy one to go with. But I, I, yeah. I think the Chargers are going to win this game. They should be fine. John, John Elway, um, when Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl, John Elway was like, oh, we can't have any other good quarterbacks. Because he, <laughs> he wants to be the best Broncos quarterback of all time. And it got a little too close with Manning winning that Super Bowl. Yeah. So, so he yeah. doesn't want any other good quarterbacks. Yeah, they, they they never really specify why why Drew Locke went on the IR. You know, so yeah, just kidding, of course. Next up, Green Bay Packers coming off their first loss of the season, traveled to Dallas, who also came off of their first loss of the season. Mm-hmm. They're playing in Jerry World. Yes. What's gonna happen? It, this was, I think, the other really tough matchup to me, and I think when it all comes down to it. You have a running. Uh, you have the Packers who are still trying to get their footing on offense. Uh, they started finding it a little bit in the Eagles game, and ironically, they lost that game. Uh, there, and as good as their defense has been, their rushing defense has been bad, and they're about to go up against Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, and I. I like I this is I think it could be a really fun game because this these games tend to be with these two teams I just and usually Rodgers is on top of these games I just don't really have faith in the Packers right now I'm going with the Cowboys I'm going with the Cowboys too I'm so confident with the Cowboys I'm going to lock them which means the Packers are going to win this game but (laughs) (laughs) um, I think I'm picking with you (laughs) yeah I still feel confident overall about the uh the cowboys winning they have the better overall team and matt lafleur still needs to figure stuff out yeah definitely definitely um Uh, this i i forgot to bring this up during the chargers thing but the chargers uh have some kicking news oh what's that the chargers have signed former illini quarterback chase mclaughlin or kicker chase mclaughlin might as well have been our quarterback because he was the best player on the team my last two years there Okay. All right. So, uh, um. so he's he. I guess he's well because they they've been using their punter as their kicker. Lately. Yes. So um, yeah. Yeah. So they they, they signed him. the greatest player to ever come from Illinois, uh, well, minus Geronimo Allison, uh, that is currently in the NFL. A lot of uh, that's that's current. Yeah. That, yeah. Definitely. I was about to say yeah. Dick Buckus. <laughs> Red Grange. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um. Anyways. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Next. Up the for Sunday night football, the Colts will be going to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Uh, their injuries have was really the cause of what ended up ended up having the Raiders beat them uh, on Sunday with T.Y. Hilton being out 
a few key defensive players being out. It just was not good. I don't know what the status for it this week is. Uh, the Kansas State Chiefs, the first time in a while that Mahomes was held without a touchdown by the Detroit Lions. Um, and they they still were able to pull off a game-winning drive, still able to pull out a win, even though it got tight near the end. Uh, but what do you think is going to happen in this one? With the Colts injuries, I don't see a lot of uh, a lot of hope here. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was ever scheduling the Sunday and Monday night football games like is like regretting all the decisions they've made right now? Because <laughs> this was definitely a oh Andrew Luck versus Pat Mahomes matchup. Oh, that yeah. Before that, the season started. Well, they, well, I think <laughs> I, mean, I think part of it was that last year on NBC was the playoff game between the Colts and the Chiefs. So I guess I, I think they were thinking it was a rematch. I don't yeah. know. I I think well, I I think we don't yeah we don't know about injury progress. If T.Y. Hilton plays, I'm not saying I'm uh, certainly not trying to say that the Colts will beat them. Still, will beat the Chiefs, but I I think that they would make it a little bit more an interesting game if Darius Leonard uh, also comes back from uh, from injury as well. I yeah. I think that that would make it a much more interesting game. Right now, it looks pretty I think solid. The... The Chiefs. Yeah, I think the Lions also just are a better team than any of us ex- expected them to be in general. Sure. And are further cementing uh, the ideal of the NFC North being the best division in football right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Well, yep. the, the worst record in that division is two and two with a bunch with everyone else having winning records. So that's that's pretty. Yes. That's pretty <laughs> pretty good right now. Uh, on yes. That front. And last up, our Monday night matchup. The Cleveland Browns take on the undefeated San Francisco 49ers. How's this matchup going to go? This is a sneaky... I mean, I know you just said that Monday night people were regretting their decisions, but uh, I I find this one very juicy in a lot of ways because I think the Browns are finding, finding their groove, uh, put up a 40-burger on the Ravens, and uh, they their offense is is fine themselves. The defense is playing like one of the best in the league. And but you do have a San Francisco not 49ers team, which is three and zero. Haven't played. This is their toughest opponent yet. Um, and it would be interesting to see how the how the quarterback you know how Jimmy Garoppolo kind of deals with a very tough defensive line. But they have an array of weapons as we've talked about, and maybe the. Maybe in a primetime spotlight, the Browns might fold. So, what do you, so I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna say the Browns are gonna gonna win, and I'm gonna team chaos that. I think that that's, I think they have they're, it's the best option for them. I, I think they're gonna really. It, it, I, I, I have a firm belief that this is this is the start of a turnaround for the Browns. Uh, it's still a tough slate ahead for them a little bit, but if they could get this win. Uh, it's going to help them moving forward. It gives them a little bit of cushion. Uh, and since I also have not said my Team Chaos yet, and it's the last matchup, I'm also going to go with the Browns. Yeah. Give the 49ers their first loss. Uh, and have a surprisingly only two undefeated teams through five weeks. Yeah. You, well, usually it seems like there's more. Yeah. But this is I, a very middle-of-the-road surprising season, I think, for a lot of situations. I like the Browns. Yeah, I do too. Um, yeah, I now now that we've gone through it, and I only have we only disagree on one. I want to see if and I can was, maybe. That was Thursday night. That was the Thursday night. Of course, it is. We've disagreed on three Thursday nights in a row. Um, I I will. Uh, I I wanna. 
I can make it more interesting if you want me to. What do you th- what are you thinking? Like something I would actually feel comfortable doing. Okay, what's that? What's that? Uh, I'm gonna switch to 49ers. Okay. And team and team chaos, the Buccaneers. Oh shit! <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> you just changed two games on me. I thought you were just gonna go with like the Giants. I thought that was gonna be your your because <laughs> that was the one that was gonna be a toss up. Wow. <laughs> Wait a minute, that just goes against everything that you said. <laughs> yeah, but they also put 55 points up against the Rams, okay, dude. Okay, all right, fair. On the road. So, so, all right, so now we've disagreed on three. So we have we have a Team Chaos for the Buccaneers, uh, a Team Chaos for the Cleveland Browns, and then we have just the Thursday Night Football game on its own. Wow, all right. It's, hey, I, you didn't have to do that. We could have just rolled with the no, one. No, I'm making but... it. I'm making it interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> I'm gonna regret this later, but I, you may. But you know, who knows? Who knows? Who All knows? Right. It could happen. All right. So uh, that's and if I if I get all three, I'm back. I'm I I've, I would end up coming back. That's the weird thing about these records. If I get all three, I'm back. I'm in front of the competition again. But. If I only get two of the three, I think I'm still back by one. <laughs> I think I'm still behind you by one game. It's like weird yeah. how it works because it's because I end up getting a loss, so like the win and loss cancels each other out. So uh, it's so it's it plus is, team chaos with the points will the the points will definitely be but will definitely be a weird weird dynamic there. All right, yeah. So there I you gotta, have. I gotta it. make this interesting somehow. Yeah, that, fair enough. <laughs> I I respect it. I can respect it. I'm I. And I, you may get all three correct, and I'm gonna really be sad, uh, sad boy. Still, I'm gonna be down by five. Um, but anyways, all good, guys. Thank you all so much for watching or for listening. Uh, and uh, it's been it's been good, cool, really cool five weeks of doing this podcast. I've enjoyed it a lot. Uh, yeah. Going into uh, you know going to next week, I'm gonna I, I want to see we we'll have maybe some new segments uh, coming up soon because I we I wanted to recycle a few that we enjoyed the first time, but we'll see what what, what new things we could kind of come up with uh, for for future weeks at a time. Yeah. Uh, let us let us know if you have any idea. Any ideas for potential segments uh, via our Twitter at Virtual Ball Boys. Um, and of course, follow us for any additional content at Team Chaos Pods. Or, yeah, Team Chaos Pods, right? Yep. Yeah, Team, Chaos, Team Pods. Chaos Pods on, on Twitter. So uh, that's it. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. See you next week. Good night and good ball. Virtual Ball Boys has been brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Virtual Ball Boys and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods. <laughs>